these bongos. Yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one outrageous minute at a time. I'm Robin. <laughs> I'm Matt. <laughs> and uh, joining us, oh wait, there's nobody here. <laughs> Just the crickets. We couldn't even get Mel to show up this week. This is uh, we weren't paying her. We weren't paying her enough. That's true. That's true. Yeah. The, we have a bit of a guest drought, but uh, <laughs> I do have some scheduled. I think next week actually we have some guests. It should be fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just us today, and uh, so the episode. I'm, I'm assuming these episodes are going to be shorter, but uh, maybe you know. we'll have a lot to say about sanding things. Maybe, maybe. I mean, there's so much sanding that happens this week. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, as for today, today is uh, minute 67 of The Karate Kid. It begins with Daniel marveling at Miyagi's work and ends with Miyagi putting Daniel to work. (laughs) So uh, after a... uh, crushing date at golf and stuff daniel has now returned to miyagi's house for more training mm-hmm. he's a glutton for punishment <laughs> yes it's like oh man i haven't i waxed all those cars so i guess we're gonna get to the karate now <laughs> uh any, and day. any day now we'll any day <laughs> and i i was, I was thinking uh timeline wise which, you know, I have to, like, I'm constantly going to deleted scenes and going, well, it was actually originally shot this way, yada, yada, yada. But now I have to get back into uh, uh, what the movie's doing. And so so I'm assuming if the date was Saturday, then this is Sunday. Mm, yeah, in the, in the revised timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where he grew bruises back overnight. And <laughs> <laughs> like, he, I don't know, he must have, maybe he biffed his head getting back into his maybe he just car. went home and he bashed his head against the wall <laughs> <laughs> i'm so stupid oh just like hitting himself well, i just want to go home <laughs> I just want to go home. yeah he goes into that again yeah mm-hmm. it's funny they cut that out <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we got you know we got the kid back again this is not mr uh mr casanova this is this is the kid back again um and he is just, again, just so, like, super excited about the beautiful things that Mr. Miyagi has. And uh, um, and we the, we did kind of get a taste of it when he, when he was walking in um, on Friday. But now we see the camera kind of backing up and uh, there's an elevated platform, um, which I'm, I'm assuming by what he says, it might, might go over like a small, like, koi pond. I'm, I'm just imagining. I'm not sure if we ever actually look down and see. Because he's probably like, no actual fish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he says you got real fish in there, but maybe there isn't. <laughs> no. um, so Daniel walks over to Miyagi and uh, so excited. Uh, he, he, he like whistles and then he's like, man, I thought Chung Lee's Chinese restaurant was nice. <laughs> you know, Which, China and Japan are different countries, Daniel. Uh, yeah, just 
Uh, for the no, podcast, I, of course, I looked for Chung Lee's Chinese restaurant. Uh, there actually is a Chung Lee's a, a Chinese restaurant in India. <laughs> no, okay. I don't think that's the one he's talking about. And there's Chun Lee Chinese restaurant in New Orleans. Okay. Did they steal uh, that from Street Fighter? Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's what I'm, well, it, it's L E E rather than uh, it's uh, uh, L I in Street Fighter, right? So, yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's a whole legend of Chun Li that is explored in a movie starring Smallville's Kristen Crook, which uh, did, did we want to bo- uh, re- review that as bonus content on this podcast? How about no? Oh, okay. <laughs> you you and, do it. You do it and report back. Okay. <laughs> Can't somehow connect uh, uh, Karate Kid to Street Fighter. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'll try to. I'll always try to connect anything to Street Fighter. If I can. <laughs> they also have the performance of. Uh, I I, rem- I don't know. If, did you ever see that movie? The Kristen Crick one you just yeah. mentioned. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I've only seen her in Street Fighter. Oh, you're talking about the Street Fighter movie she was in? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Sorry, I thought I thought you were talking about a different movie she was in. Um, yes, uh, I no wait, did I? <laughs> I just ah. remember there's like a terrible performance by uh, Chris Klein in that movie from America yeah. High. He's awful in that movie. <laughs> oh, and um, also the guy who plays M. Bison in that movie, who's usually good. Ah, he was in Band of Brothers. Hmm. Anyways, yeah, everybody was terrible. It was a terrible movie. I think I saw it, but I forgot it. It was uh, it was Pat Morita, right? That's how we can connect it. Yeah, <laughs> Pat Morita as M Bison. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I gotta look that up now. <laughs> uh, I'll go on here. I just, you know, my notes. I just wrote in my notes about how you know gorgeous things are. We can see the plants. We see flowers. I think we see like a fountain of some sort or maybe like a decorative birdhouse Mm. um the book actually paints paints a pretty picture it says uh daniel was startled by the perfection of the garden a small path drew his eyes along the bed of a small stream past beautiful rocks and plants three trees seemed somehow perfectly placed around a gentle waterfall Traditional Japanese lantern, yeah. Traditional Japanese lanterns stood on cedar poles at the perimeter. A few benches invited a visitor to rest and contemplate. What a strange place to find behind Mr. Miyagi's ramshackle house, thought Daniel. <laughs> so it was originally supposed to be even more beautiful, I assume. <laughs> like going by that description. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so I guess you know. I think the movie here is uh, trying to kind of, you know, surprise the viewer. You know, you go through all these oil derricks and this dusty lot with these classic cars and uh, the place looks pretty uh, gross. And then you walk into the house and it it's nice. It's a nice little kind of cottagey thing he's mm. got going on. But then you walk all the way to the backyard and it is just this gorgeous oasis. Know, oasis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I look around at all this work that he's done, and all, of course, and also think about all the work that Daniel's yet to do. <laughs> and I just think, how about fixing the pool? <laughs> <laughs> does he does he not get paid enough to, to do that pool? I mean, come on. I'll fix the pool if I can put some koi fish in there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, it's just you know he's he's such a good, I, I, you know, of course, you know. It's his place, so obviously he's gonna take put more time into it and care into it. But yeah, I'm assuming he does some of this during work hours. <laughs> I'm not, you know, 
Yeah. I mean, how much I mean, did he get there? <laughs> He doesn't appear to have a super good work ethic. He works when he wants to. <laughs> Does he have a boss that we ever see? <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, um, so uh, did we fi- ever find out who played M. Bison, by the way? Yeah, it was Neil McDonough. Neil McDonough. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yep. That's right. Yeah, he looks like an like M. Bison type. <laughs> uh Daniel sits next to Miyagi, still highly praising Miyagi's work. And Miyagi looks like he's uh, kind of sanding the edge of the platform. I think what he has in his hand is like a, a planer. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I thought it was funny that, you know, you might not remember the the previous minute um, since we talked about it last week. But when Daniel bikes in, you hear hammering. And then he comes oh, right. into the backyard and he's sanding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess he just finished. Or maybe he really doesn't know how to use a, any sanding tools. He just bangs on his desk. Um, <laughs> just bang it out so it but, looks yeah. still smooth. Yeah. But what I'm wondering is, that, did this thing even need to be sanded? Or is he just putting Daniel to work for the lesson? <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm assuming. Has it, already this... been, has it already been sanded by Miyagi previously? Maybe, maybe it needs a, maybe it's, I mean. Because once uh, you sand something, it doesn't get like splintery again, does it? Like, I think if it gets weathered or whatever, you know, you don't put a coat of, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a handyman. I don't, I, I yeah, never did like a deck or anything like that. But don't you put like a protective coat of something on there? Yeah. And that kind of holds that. Yes. I, I just get the, I, I assume that this is all new. I, I assume it. This is uh, something that's in, in. Maybe he got inspired, and in like the the night before, he built the entire thing. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get him to sand. I need something for him to sand. Well, better right. build a walkway. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually. I, I was thinking oh, I should have looked into this before, but I'll, I'll maybe I'll look more into it next week. But I was thinking about like what muscles that Daniel is uh, working on and when he waxes and now he's sanding and next week it'll be painting. Um, you know, what muscles are these exercising and are, are those good muscles for fighting with <laughs> your shoulders? Yeah. It's, well, it's just shoulders. Is it? I don't know. I mean, mm, yeah, the shoulders, I mean, it, all your punches rely on your shoulders. So yeah, that, that one's good. I mean, we had cir- uh, wax on, wax off is circles. The sand, you know, sand the floor is circles. So. Yeah. <laughs> but he uses them for circle. different blocks. He's like, yeah, yeah, low block and a high block. Yeah. It, so it's it's interesting that he's learning, you know, these defensive moves through this. But I was, that's what I was also thinking. Like, is he kind of building his muscles up, you know, by having yeah. to work on this? The only the only. <laughs> I mean, in real life, these would not be good blocks. Like, this would not be a good way to teach a person to block, the, making a full circle. <laughs> You're wasting a lot of time <laughs> where the punch could hit you. It's it's better just, you know, straight arm, like, you know, turn your arm to the side and go straight towards the other person's arm to push it out of the way. Don't go in a roundabout circular fashion to get there. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Matt. The movie kind of proves you wrong. I mean, it works <laughs> yes. in the movie. So. Yeah, what do, what do I know? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, another thing I was thinking about was that, you know, I just love 
Daniel and his his praise and is just like he's so excited. And I don't just thinking about this in like a like almost like a cynical 2020 way of like, you know, somebody goes like overboard with praise like this. It, it can come come off as fake, but I just I don't think Daniel's being fake at all. Like sometimes you're like, you know, like, oh, you did so good. Oh, you're so old and you put this all together. Wow, good job. Good for you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, really, I think he's actually pretty excited by it. <laughs> yeah, he is. He appreciates. Uh, we know he appreciates aesthetic beauty of um, the more natural kind. When you know, because we had the the scenes with the trees before. Yeah. The little the tiny trees, baby so trees. The baby tree, happy trees. Uh, so yeah, Daniel, the uh, ever curious child, uh, picks up the Sanders. And tries to figure them out. And the first question he has is, are these bongos? <laughs> and I just think, bongos? Really? He should have known they weren't the very first time he clapped them together. <laughs> and they did not make a, any sort of harmonious sound. Well, bongos are like drums. I mean, maybe the yeah, tops yeah. of them are kind of like they look, the Sanders look like the tops of bongos, maybe? Yeah, he was, he was using them more as cymbals. <laughs> yeah, like a... a uh, I don't know, like a handheld percussion instrument. I try to think of, I try to research things like that, but I mean, there's, there, there are things called scrapers, but those are more like you hold the, you hold the instrument and then you kind of take a stick and you rub it up and down the ridges of it and make yeah. it like a scrapey, scrapey sound, but almost like a tambourine. I don't know. <sighs> so yeah, they, they uh, look more like tambourines than anything. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when Daniel takes this moment to make fun of the Hare Krishna movement. And Miyagi's all about making fun of the Hare Krishna movement. <laughs> it's so, funny, Miyagi's sometimes in a really good mood and he's like very accepting of like fooling around and joking. And then other times he's just dead serious and you never know when he's going to turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, oh, Daniel sent you much humor. And I, I don't know, I... I I was thinking about how like is Miyagi a comedy guy? Is he a is he a guy that like <laughs> loves loves jokes and just kind of like he's always he's You're always... all wet behind the ear. <laughs> yeah, like I know yeah, Pat Morita himself is a is a is a comedy guy, <laughs> but um, I think so. I just uh, I love I don't know you, you run into certain people. I mean, me as a person that is a bit of uh extrovert in social situations if i'm comfortable and then i start acting goofy or whatever there are certain people who are like they they love they love a good joke and they laugh and then there are some people that are you you can tell that humor isn't a big part of their life and they just kind of in a dry way like say out loud that's funny <laughs> i almost thought that this is like what miyagi is doing like like he's like that's funny like i recognize that's funny I don't yeah. usually have jokes in my life, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the the uh, the thing a comedian likes to hear least is just a deadpan. Oh, you're funny. That's funny. Yeah, they're a funny yeah. guy. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Hare Krishna, one of the more dated references in this movie. And guess what? <laughs> I did a deep dive. Uh, um, so, uh, if you didn't know. Uh, uh, well, actually, I'll just ask you, what What do you know about being a Hare Krishna? Everything I learned about Hare Krishna, I learned from George Harrison. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. He actually comes up as a, a big example. It's a it's an Indian religion, right? Yeah, it's a it's a branch of Hinduism. Yeah. Uh, so, but in the seventies and the eighties, I think they, I don't know why, but maybe it's because of the Beatles. But it yeah. it exploded <laughs> a, yeah. a little bit. Well, you know, as much as something like that can get big, but. Right. The, everyone's favorite Hare Krishna reference or scene comes from the movie airplane, which I'm sure you'll mention. <laughs> yes. Uh, to, uh, to Hare Krishna guys at the airport. And I guess this was like a big thing in like the seventies and the eighties, you'd always see like Hare, Hare Krishna is like, you know, handing out pencils and, you know, dancing in airports and, uh, just trying to get people interested in, in the religion. And, uh, so, uh, two of them, are standing there and I, they're, they're asked to contribute to the church of religious consciousness. And they're, and they reply, we gave it the office. <laughs> that was my, that was my thing. I was like, like, that's my big cultural touch point with uh, a touchstone for uh, Hari Krishna is the movie airplane. And I, I'm just assuming that's where Daniel gets this from. <laughs> yeah. He just immediately gets into like the, you didn't even mention the best scene from with the Hari Krishna's from airplane. Okay, go ahead. Oh, you don't remember? I don't remember. I, you'll remind me. I'm sure I'll remember. When, when Robert sure. Stack just completely destroys them. <laughs> oh yes, that's right. <laughs> he has an extended action scene where he like, yes. the crap out of a bunch of them. They're just trying to hand him pamphlets, and he's like judo flipping them and punching them. And <laughs> uh, I'm so embarrassed. I forgot that. I I, I just rewatched that just a couple months ago, but. <laughs> um. Yes, yeah, so uh, their followers chant Hare Krishna over and over again, and uh, it's kind of translated to uh, it's like Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Rama Rama, or something like that, and uh, it's translated to Oh Lord, Oh Energy of the Lord, please engage me in your service. And so, if you say it, you know, to their religion, if you say it, it has a direct impact on your soul, uh, and so in Indian philosophy, the soul is spiritually asleep. So when you start saying Hare Krishna over and over again, it, it like it's awakening your soul uh, hmm. to quote unquote spiritual reality. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they started getting big in the you know 60s, 70s, 80s. Uh, International Society of, for Krishna Consciousness was founded in 1966 in New York City. <laughs> um, and uh, they set their missionary. They sent missionaries out to spread the love of the Supreme Lord Krishna and the practice of bhakti yoga. Um, and so, yeah, like you said, uh, uh, Beatles got into it. Uh, 1969, mainly George Her George Harrison. Uh, I think one, you know, obviously one of his biggest songs by himself was uh, "My Sweet Lord," where yep. which sang. is just full of the. Hare Krishna mantra like throughout. Yeah. Uh, apparently there are several other songs. Um, he references Hare Krishna in as well. Mm -hmm. uh, did you know about uh, his home invasion? Yes. Was that uh, somehow connected to Hare Krishna? Uh-huh. Uh, in 1999, a man broke into his house and started yelling at George to come down and talk to him. And so George came out in his pajamas and he's like standing at the top of the stairs and uh he starts, uh, he sees that the guy has a knife and he's, so George doesn't know what to say, except she just starts yelling Hare Krishna back at him over and mm -hmm. over again. 
so the guy um, attacked him with the knife and they ended up fighting and struggling and his wife got involved and then she called the police and uh, George ended up getting stabbed like four or five times. Yep. So the police arrived and took uh, his attacker away. And yeah, the guy said that uh, he was being possessed by George Harrison and was on a mission to kill him. <laughs> so, very sim- very similar to John Lennon's attacker. Yeah, jeez. I guess if you get that big in the cultural consciousness, like elite, you know, somebody's gonna crack and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I, you totally." If you make a bunch, me. yeah. If you make a bunch of trippy songs and <laughs> all your fans are big. Uh, druggies <laughs> with the psychedelic drugs at least one percent of them is gonna go nuts <laughs> that's why i listen to the eagles <laughs> uh, i'm just dumb uh, uh i listen to the eagles and eat ice cream <laughs> yeah, right. instead of listening vanilla, to the eagles and do cream, lsd yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh oh, what was it i wanted to say oh yeah so after that knife attack like he had been into Hare krishna obviously he didn't put it in many songs but i guess after that he was just like Hare Krishna saved me. So he was like even went even deeper into Hare Krishna until, you know, his, his death, you know, years later. Uh, there are more Hare Krishna references in pop culture. Uh, KRS one. Uh, he, he has the, uh, he has the nickname. He had the nickname of Krishna before he became KRS one because of his interest in religion. And uh, so KRS one actually stands for, Knowledge reigns supreme over everyone. I have uh, no idea who that is. <laughs> oh, you don't know? Oh, that's a rapper. <laughs> that, that would be why. <laughs> uh, the musical Hair had a Hare Krishna song. Uh, the movie Stripes, Bill Murray makes fun of John Han- John Candy's military haircut by calling him a Hare Krishna. <laughs> um, in uh, Mad Men, one of the main characters ends up becoming a Hare Krishna. <laughs> um Oh, uh, the movie Final Destination. Um, as they're entering the airport, they see uh, Hare Krishna uh, standing there, handing out uh, flyers with kind of like a death-related title as like a you know a foreboding thing. That is that still know. a thing in the two thousands? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> or was that just an airplane reference? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe the writers were like. Oh, what we got here. Well, we'll do Hare Krishna, but this one, he's handing out things that are warning of death, and because you know the the plane's going to go down. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, that's pretty much all I had about Hare Krishna. <laughs> um. So Daniel wonders what these things are, and Miyagi says it's a Japanese sander. And I looked up Japanese sanders, and it just seems like, like they're sanders. They're sanders, but I don't know. <laughs> There's nothing there. I mean, maybe I looked in all the wrong places, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like something that might have been used hundreds of years ago, but not contemporary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel wonders what you do with them. And I was just at that point, I was like, what are you talking about? He just said. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a sander. What do you do? You not know what sanding is? Um <laughs> Well, tune in on Wednesday. You'll find out. I'm going to talk to you all about it. Um, <laughs> You're going to get to. into the history of sanding things. Oh, God. The sanding. The, yeah, the, the like sands through the hourglass. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, we start a I, – I just love the uh, um, the Miyagi line here. He's like, 
funny you should ask <laughs> it's yeah. almost like they made they gave daniel like kind of like a dumb dumb line to set mm-hmm. miyagi up with it for that joke you know yeah <laughs> so uh we start with the sand the floor um which um is obviously training him to uh block and it works uh no matter what matt says um <laughs> right a circle left a circle and uh daniel says but wouldn't it be easier going back and forth? Um, in which I ask, are you are you new at this? Like, do you do understand? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, he, it's just like the wax on, wax off thing. It's like, no, just listen. The, you're you're not following the rules. The, your rules yeah. are to listen. <laughs> yeah, you agreed to the rules. Yeah, and uh, uh, I don't know. It, it's kind of like the same thing with the waxing. He started saying, wait, wouldn't it be easier? Like, why would I, why would I need to do this? And he's like, no, do it this way. So like I said, Daniel, Daniel's probably more correct, you know, straight line instead of circle. It's more efficient. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I had so many facts Wednesday. Wow. You know? (laughs) Uh, So yeah, uh, Miyagi corrects him and and he does his classic. Ah, 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 Um, you go circle right a circle left a circle right a circle left a circle breathe in breathe out and that's when miyagi kind of gets up and starts to walk away and that's at the end of uh, the minute cool um so yeah man uh, we were on our own today and uh, as we will be for the rest of the week i i feel like it's been a nice back and forth with you and it's been pretty easy but maybe we'll write a circle left a circle on uh, Wednesday, make it a little tougher, you know, <laughs> build our block technique. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, Matt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and thanks everybody for uh, listening and we'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, and uh, until next time. How did you do that? How did you do that? Don't know. First time. First time.